And we're back. And we're back. <sighs> well, it's we're at the end of the week of me visiting Sydney, you and Sydney. How are we feeling? Um, In this long distance relationship. Oh, we're going there straight away? Distant nudes. That's the pod. That's what we're about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good week. Mm. I'm leaving on Monday. Today's Saturday. Okay. So that gives us two nights. Two, two more beautiful nights. So, yeah, you didn't ask my question. How you feeling? Good. Are you just feeling good? It, about our relationship or <laughs> in general? In general. Our well-being. Yeah. Um, I'm good. This morning I'm good. Mm. Um, relationship-wise, no, it's been a nice week. I feel like um, it's we've both been really busy um, mm. and there's been just like a lot of time where we're kind of, well, I feel like I'm rushing around doing stuff and not really able to just lounge about with you, which mm. is something that I like to do. Yeah. Um, but that's not hugely disappointing. It's just mm. a part of being in the presence of someone else. Yeah, because uh, it's like our lives still kind of carry on. Yeah. It's not like it's like a like a week where it's just us. We still have the whole world. Yeah. Yeah, it's still reality. Mm. Yeah, I kind of felt that this week, but it was also just nice to um, be be together while we do all those things. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel like I'm constantly going between, um, grateful to be in a long distance relationship and then like a few little things happen. I'm like, this, this is why it sucks. Mm. Like that, I guess, um, where I feel like what I just described, where I feel like, um, I mean, it's probably my perspective on things, but I'm not like. I'm not making the most of our time together or something. Mm. Um, yeah. You look emotional. Are you are you getting emotional right now? I just had my eyebrows done, so <laughs> my eyes are watering a bit. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm not emotional. We can get into the eyebrows later. Yeah. That's right, let's stay on topic. Okay. Um, so you're not, you're not welling up right now? Not at all. I honestly just have dry eyes. Okay. You sure? It's all right. You can you can cry if <laughs> no, you want. I've driven your car for an hour this morning with the windows down and it's a cold windy Okay. Day. I mean, this sounds like you're making excuses, but... I had two lights. There was like a, a phone here filming the eyebrows being done and two big, like, not floodlights, but <laughs> big lights on me. All right. I guess we'll get straight into the eyebrows then. <laughs> we can pivot. Yeah. <laughs> Eyebrows. What do you think? Uh, Kiri got a um, eyebrows. What's the term? Laminated. Yeah, laminated. Glued. Literally glued. Yeah, they look good. I mean, they looked amazing beforehand, and now they're just sort of glued upwards. Yeah, they just look wet. I think. Mm. Yeah, my. I mean, they're fine. Like, there's not really much to say about it. Um, Apart from I miss your monobrow. 
Me too. R.I.P. R.I.P. Monobrow. It'll come back stronger than, than ever. I think there there is a point where a monobrow is maybe too much. Actually, you know what? I've never met a monobrow I didn't like. Me too. Yeah. They're, they're hard to do wrong. It's funny the the trends in... I know what you're talking about isn't a trend. It's just what you like. But... um. She was the girl who's doing my eyebrows. She was like, your eyebrows are so in, like how they are naturally <laughs> at the moment. Um, and like the other beautician and her were complaining about how they have always waxed them and now they're like too thin and can't get what they used to have back. Yeah, because well, like that paper thin eyebrow used to be a thing. Yeah, like that 1920s, like one centimeter long eyebrow thing. Yeah, that was whack. That was like in when I was in high school, yeah. all the girls had like like... Super thin eyebrows. Yeah. I never really thought much of it um, back then. But then somewhere along the lines, fucking thick, bushy eyebrows became th- the thing. And I was just like, fuck, why Why hasn't this always been a thing? Well, I feel like the natural form is always going to be attractive to everyone because it's, you know, our human, our biology was made to be attracted to like you know natural natural things like curvaceousness or Mm. muscle mass or um a broad neck or a chiseled chin you know (laughs) it's all about procreation baby yeah that's definitely above my pay grade but um uh i'll just mention quickly no eyebrows in like in like i think it's like in high fashion there's like yeah 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 totally the the chemo look yeah which is like again like i'm not one to judge people in their appearances but i don't understand that yeah i get it because we already have these like like the muscle is there and the little yeah. lump is there um because i like bleached eyebrows are, are a thing as well yeah 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 on like white people as well so it kind of i mean like if nothing. you're good looking you're gonna look good regardless um mm. uh my i don't know if i, I don't know if you should just name people do we name people I'm, we, I'm i'm i've stopped naming people yeah when I mean, we named quite a lot of people in the last episode yeah anyway there's somebody that i know who's a model who uh completely what well, i don't i think she does it it's like the stylist does it for whatever shoot she looks pretty good with no eyebrows do you know who i'm talking about i have a kind of friend who's a model who has no eyebrows as well mm. i don't know if you know her but yeah she looks this, great this uh this person i'm talking about's in my family Oh. In the There's a model in your fam? In a roundabout way. It's Caitlin, Nick's girlfriend. Oh, okay. of course. They won't care. They're, there's no way they're even going to listen to this pod anyway. Does she not have eyebrows? She, I think there's been times where she's had no eyebrows. Right. But she has like a very... Caitlin, let me know in the comments uh, if you have eyebrows or not. She has a beautiful face. Like oh, really she's gorgeous, interesting looking face yeah, as well. That's why she's a model. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I didn't even notice that she didn't have eyebrows when I met her. I don't think she always not has eyebrows, but there's definitely been some times yeah. that I've noticed no eyebrows. No hair up there. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and the beautician today was talking about like tinting. It's all about tinting and having like really defined like big features is the is the cool thing at the moment. Mm. It's so weird that world. Like it's it's so clinical and like quiet and they're playing like piano covers of all these pop songs. Um like really slow. Like it's very clean and white. Everything's white. They're wearing white. And like these women are just coming in and I don't know, getting whatever done. Um it, it's cool. It's just like a foreign a foreign place. Mm. I felt I was like wearing the um mechanic outfit thing and my dirty shoes and she was like, I love your vibe. It's like rough or something. I was like, Thank you. Um I I'm I'm also a big fan of your vibe. <laughs> my rough vibe. Your rough vibe. Um yeah you've you you've got a like a very nice set of brows i gotta say thank you yeah i wouldn't say it's like something that i noticed straight away i was like yeah kiri she's got them brows but yeah it's it's definitely um yeah i'm looking forward to the the mono brow to come back me too yeah i remember a girl in high school when we were like 16 um this really funny girl one day at lunchtime she was like you have the best eyebrows kiri and she's just like articulating what eyebrows do like what their function is on her face is it to keep sweat from your eyes no it was more about like aesthetically what they do oh, to her face. Right, okay like <clears throat> they they really couture your whole shape um i just like n- had never heard someone break down features in that way mm. but i get it now yeah, I wish I knew more about the topic to sh- shed light on some... I don't know shit about anything. Yeah, yeah but brows. But brows. But brows. Name app? But brows? But brows. B-U-T-T? No, I'm, 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 that's not funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> you choose good ones. Um, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Again, another haphazard episode with uh, no real direction. Yeah. Mm. Will was just like, let's do an app. Mm. Got a laptop out. We were going to go visit my dear mother, and then um, the I guess as I wouldn't I wouldn't solely blame the brows as the thing. It's definitely my mostly my fault. Not um, remembering that my mum had to start work at one today, and that if we we left too late, we wouldn't have a good amount of time. I think we went to bed at like 2.30 last night as well. Yeah, that's true. I was quite hungover. Definitely wouldn't have been under the legal limit. Mm, true. How do you feel now? Headache's gone. Um, booze back from the brow clinic. Bacon egg roll eaten. Delivered to hand. Um, bacon egg roll eaten. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Ready for round two tonight. Cool. How do you feel about the past week? Oh, thank you so much for asking me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good week. Um, there was no heavy conversations, which is always a plus. Oh, I like I like our heavy conversations. Not that yeah, not that I shy away from the heaviness, but it's kind of like if we didn't have. To to unpack any sort of deep emotional things then maybe we kind of just hit a week of um 
normalcy, just a regular week. Um, but I know that I'm going to leave on Monday and it's going to be a bit sad. So, um, so yeah. I remember us talking about our dads and how we so rarely see them and there's like, you know, there's always issues in any relationship. But whenever we see our dads, it's like there's just no point in bringing up that stuff because your time together is so few and far between. You just want it to be nice. Is that how you feel about us? I don't know. I guess it's like a, it's different, but. Interesting comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for us, it's more of like a, you kind of have to constantly work on a intimate relationship. Mm. It's different to a dad, but. Yeah, I just I feel like um with the dad stuff, I just I actually had a big chat to my sister the other day about it. About how I was like finding it difficult to um connect with dad. And I kinda unloaded and I was I was reflecting on that and I was just like, I don't think I actually need to really unpack the dad stuff anymore and like I think I don't know, it gets to a point in your life it's like time to just get over it and acknowledge that your dad is a a human being and is flawed and like you're never going to have this like perfect relationship what is it do you think that you were searching for before you had that realization like what did you what did you want to i guess it's just like you just you're after your idea of whatever that relationship should be and then I guess you compare it to like maybe friendships you have with um, older men or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, right. But it's like you're you're two individuals, and there's you know individuals uh, either have chemistry or not. Mm. And I and I just I don't think. Yeah, I guess my my dad and I we don't really have chemistry. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'd probably like break his heart to hear that, because um, he's he's such a sweet, loving man, and uh, but yeah, I wouldn't say he's like a friend, not yeah. like mum. Yeah, mum's like a, she's like a mate. We can kind of, yeah. We just won't share the link with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> to, to this specific yeah episode. yeah. Or we'll just replace, uh, every time I say dad, we'll replace it with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not his name. Or um, Brian. Yeah, it's every time I, you know, see my Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, Brian, why don't you, why don't you love me? You know, Brian, Brian where have you been all my... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cute. Um... No, I've got yeah. I've got no hard feelings, Brian. <laughs> I mean, that could that's pretty close to his name. Uh, I feel like I I do have chemistry with my dad, and I at times I do like long for his fathering. Mm. Um, but yeah, I remember I came to a point in my life where I just like. forgave not him but just forgave life and the whole situation and um Mm. i'm i'm way better off for that 
I think. Yeah, I feel like you can kind of let a lot of stuff go when you kind of um, alleviate the pressure or the expectation to be a certain kind of something for somebody. Mm. Like, um, yeah, I think uh, I, I I think this is probably something that I haven't actually done, and I'm probably in the process of doing. Yeah. With your dad. Yeah. With Brian. With Brian. Yeah. And it probably will never, never stop. I imagine when um, spending a lot of time in aged care places recently, I'm just empathizing to the children who are putting their parents into those homes um, and how traumatizing that must be for them. Um, Like it's such a big, it's such a power, such a power move to put your parent into an aged care facility. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, hoping that the parent has the autonomy to agree to it and be okay with it, that's great. Um, if they don't, that's that's just how it is. But it must be a really sad thing to do to see your parent, you know, small and going into this place where you don't know how they're going to be. I'm just confused by it being a power move. Because, like, when I... Um when I'm, see if I'm like walking around the house with headphones and everyone's hanging out and chatting and I'm just like kind of doing my own thing with headphones, I'd say that's a power move. You know what I mean? I'm like in my own power, doing my own thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think I overuse that term a bit. Yeah. Right. I don't really know what it means. That's cool. I don't mean to get caught up on the semantics of the, of no, the term no, power that's, move. No, no, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a powerful, powerful is the wrong word. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'll catch you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you have a lot of power by being the one to, you know, sign that consent form and like check them in. I don't, I don't know what the process is, but it's so you, you, by power move you mean it's just a big deal to to transition your like parent into somebody else's care. Yeah, and then kind of like forget about them so you can kind of get on with your life. Yeah, hopefully not forget about them, but yeah, we'll forget about them to the. We no, you do have to forget about, like we forget about each other when we get on with mm. our lives. That's what that's what I mean by that. Yeah, so not as much. So the same as when they weren't in a home. Yeah, which is a different. Yeah, they. Yeah, exactly. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their dependence is replaced with care. Yeah, yeah, and it's a great thing. That's that's there, but um, what was my point with that? I, I can't remember, but sorry, I I, I um, derailed you. That's alright. Um, just want to understand you better, baby. If you could just make sure that I'd never go into aged care home, that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm like a thousand years older than you, so I'll probably die away before you. You reckon? Thank God. Women do live longer than men mm. generally as well. Yeah. You know me, I live I live you, life crazy. You do. Yeah. You need to you need to slow down a bit. Mm. Yeah, that's me. I'm just seeking death defying experiences any chance I get. Constantly. Mm. That's yeah. why I picked you. Death defying. Chill me out, you know. Really? Yeah, balance my craziness. I thought I was the crazy one. Well, in this bit I was. Okay. Yeah. We're just doing a bit. Um no, you were, yeah, if we want to, we'll just step back into reality <coughs> or I'm a wimp. We're back. We're back. Um, yeah. The, when I first met you, I, th- 
I had this. It's not like you were to me. You were wild, but you weren't like crazy or anything. But like there was this sort of um, this sort of like there was something about you that I just couldn't exp- like put my finger on. But you just seemed. Like I wanted so badly to be in a relationship with you, but I was just like, I don't want to change this person in a relationship. Like, so I guess my whole approach to like being in a relationship with you, this sounds so funny to say out loud, but is to like, I don't know, um, uh, give you and, and, and try and for myself as well, have as much freedom as possible in the relationship do you think that i have changed since then because of the relationship well i think i'd it'd be it'd be silly to think that we haven't changed yeah um and like how the relation the relationship has definitely um informed both of us yeah in many different ways so it would be like yeah yeah i think it's it's definitely influenced me I think you've made me a much better person. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. When I talk about like life getting more and more liberating as opposed to, you know, more and more confusing and yeah, you're definitely a big part of that. Hmm. You sort of enable, you sort of bring the best out of people, I think. Hmm. Not just me, but just, yeah, in general. Yeah. People are people lucky to have you, babe. I'm I'm lucky to have me too. <laughs> Thank you. That's probably the probably the nicest thing anyone could say to anyone. I think mm. to bring out the best. Um, someone requested last night that um, we retell the story of how we met. Oh uh, yeah, okay, we could do that. It's not that interesting of a story, but <laughs> no, it's really not. Um, mutual friend uh, wanted to sort of conjoin forces and present to like venues like a, a night's music so basically she was banding together a bunch of um, musicians that were starting out that kind of needed stage time and I met this mutual friend um, uh, at open mics actually in Sydney oh, really? yeah we both ended up in the most like fucking random place in uh, Darlinghurst. And and I was like, f- I remember meeting her, listening to her music and I was just like, this is like, for one, she wasn't doing covers. She was doing her own stuff. Huge. And it was just really different and like cool. And I was just like, oh, she's, she's, she's one of the tribe. She's a songwriter like me. Like, <laughs> And then you guys fell in love. And then, um, and yeah, and then we started dating. No, um, <laughs> uh, and so she was like, I got this idea to kind of conjoin forces and, you know, do you want to come and meet a bunch of musicians and we can talk about putting on a show or putting on shows. And then that's kind of how um, we met at the same pub. So pretty, yeah. So I met Emmy. At a 21st in Mossman. It was this random party. I didn't know anyone there except for my friend who had a boyfriend who knew the person whose birthday it was. It was this crazy ass like catered 
21st with a bar and it was just wild rich kids um and I met her there and she was like she's quite quiet and zany she's kind of weird <laughs> and she really stood out to me that night um we just like got along quite well um yeah and then we went to the Urko and she invited another friend along there was four of us and Olga Willa- Olga yeah I know how she's doing making music making music um making cool tunes Willie and I sat across from each other at this little pub what did you think of me at the pub I assumed honest. that you're a asshole <laughs> because you were good looking because you are good looking <laughs> seriously I was like oh he's probably a prick like I just didn't I don't know that's that's my shit but um but you were like weirdly nice and um at the end what was the how did we say goodbye there was like some really genuine exchange you you said uh i can't remember who said it first but one of us said let me know if you ever have a show on yeah and i'll come and then and then huh on your face (laughs) (laughs) um no that was later um (laughs) imagine if you did say that You are are ruining this like beautiful moment. Sorry. No, it's awesome. Uh, I'm all about (laughs) ruining. Yeah. And then, and then when one of us said that, uh, I think I think I said it, and then your response was like so earnestly, yeah. Likewise, like let me know. And then, um, and then, then we hugged, and it was a really. I remember being a beautiful hug. Like this genuine, warm, mm. gorgeous hug. Yeah. Big turn on. That was probably the moment where it started, it ch- actually changed. Like there was like this psychological shift where it's like, oh, this person's like like a little bit closer to the safe zone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the guard just chipped away a little bit. Yeah. And then, and then every time, and then we started putting on shows together. We were kind of like getting a bit of momentum um, with... Wait, can I just add one more anecdote to keep it linear? Yeah. So we played our first show together mm. and it was this great night and I invited everyone back to my house in Marrickville and it was winter and we had a little fire out the back. And there was That wasn't b- the first one, that was the second one. Was it? Yeah, Lazy Bones was the second one. Okay. Captain Cook Hotel was the first one. True. You just went home that night. And I was like, Where's Will? No, I stayed at the bar and I, you guys went out apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you invite come. me. Sorry. Anyway, here we, here we are. Um, and so our second show, everyone came back to my place, had a fire. Um, and then everyone left and you were the last person left at my house. And we chatted for ages and like just kind of caught up on each other's lives for the past 25, no, 22 and 28 <laughs> years of our lives. Mm. And... Um, it was just this beautiful conversation. And you thought we were going to sleep together that night. No, I remember. And you're like, all right, well, like, best I, best I better get home. And I, like, I had this huge wash of relief. I was like, cool. Like, he's not another massive turn on. You didn't, like, come on to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a huge relief. Um, not that I was ever getting any. I don't know. I just probably no, I had that. shit at that time. And I was like assumed that that's what would happen and I just wasn't looking forward to how that 
exchange will go down. Mm. Even though I probably wanted to fuck you, I, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and you, you go from there. Uh, where did I leave off? Um, playing shows together. Yeah. And then, so yeah, we, and we kind of, it was like months and months of going by. We just sort of kept ending up in the same space and it was always pleasant, always really, really pleasant. And then, uh, actually my housemate said to me, she was like, I think, I don't know. I think I was like, you know, dating girls and just not having a very nice time. Um, doing it and like I don't know, being on Tinder or whatever, and then I think my housemate was like, "Why don't you take Kiri? She's so beautiful." Really? Yeah. She was the one to suggest it. And I was like, she, I was she like, was. hmm, she is beautiful and she's really kind. Uh, and then it kind of I think that kind of created like another little shift in me. And I'd actually, I didn't think much of it then, but it was like definitely a change. And then you invited me to a gig and I was like, fuck, this is on. <laughs> I had a spare ticket to a gig because someone pulled out and I asked Izzy and then I asked maybe Sasha. <laughs> I asked probably like three or four people and no one could come. And I was like, oh, who's this guy I've been chatting to and playing shows with? We'd been exchanging music. I thought I'll invite Will. And, um, yeah, that was it. That hit at home for me. Mm. That was a really gorgeous night as well. Yeah. We danced. We, it was this great... Who what was her name? Laura. Um, Jean, no, Laura. Laura Jean. Laura yeah. Jean. Yeah. Beautiful show. Amazing musician. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I knew a guy at the bar who was giving us drinks. Um, Went to Chinglings where you worked at the time and yeah, you knew everybody. Yeah, got more free drinks. Met Sasha as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we're walking, eating these apples. I don't know if this is just the most boring thing in the world, but it's nice for me to recount. We can move on surely. I'm into this. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, okay. So let's just fast forward a bit. So you kept inviting me out, like when you were out with friends and then I would end up coming home with you and we'd play this board game. <laughs> we did that was like one time. It happened like quite a few times and I would stay back at Will's till like 3am and then be like, all right, see ya. And go home. Yeah. Yeah, you were very slow to make a move. <laughs> so are you. Um, and then one... <laughs> Wait, should I go there? I don't know. Should we? Should we rein it in a little bit? Yeah, no, we'll, we'll leave it there. You can, you, can, you can guess the rest. <laughs> wait, well, wait, no. Let's just... Let's just I'll do a little hint. So we're watching um, <laughs> the, one of those nights and Will wanted to show me his favorite <laughs> YouTuber at the time. Like guilty pleasure, like a weird, you know, like those weird things that you get into on YouTube or something like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe that's not a thing. Maybe this is something that I do because I'm such an individual. You're so weird. I'm so zany and crazy. Can you describe the, the blog? The blog? <sighs> yeah. I can't remember his name, but um, if you're into this kind of stuff on YouTube, I highly recommend you go check him out. Um, there's a guy who reviews not even review yeah it's like a review like mr <laughs> mris military ration MRI, i think it's mri something military rations and he has like this like insane collection and and he'll he'll find them from all over the country from all different times and then open them up and and like and 
and like eat what's inside even if even if it's from like i don't know <laughs> like the 20s or something like yeah. that military military rations and he's like i don't know he, he the way that he presents himself on youtube he just seems so sweet and earnest about this like interest and has like this huge following what's his tag he's like hmm. he's like uh he'll like open a can and be like no hiss nice <laughs> because <laughs> hiss would be like mold red or something yeah like oh hiss it means it's like fermented or something yeah 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 um and then and then he'll there'll be like something that's kind of rank and he's like oh there's no way i would ever eat this he's like i'm just gonna have a bite <laughs> <laughs> so cute and and I, i'm just would, watching will watching this just falling madly in love in love with him that's so fucking funny um i think that was the that was the final <laughs> uh, nail in the coffin for me. Yeah. In the best way. Um, yeah, that's basically. It's so funny how this like budding love has been shaped around this fucking guy on YouTube. I don't think we've you. watched it since. No, we Have haven't. You? No, no. no I've got other, other interests now <laughs> on YouTube. I miss him. He would like, there'd be like cigarettes in there and like coffee powder and Bickies. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah, you guys should check him out if you, if that sounds like something you'd be into. What's his name? Can't remember. But if you look up like like oldest um, military ration uh, review or something like that, you'll you'll come across his page. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that time at your mother. <laughs> yeah, kids. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There you go, Indira think she was the one who asked for it yeah you were in that journey you yeah were, she was there yeah you were there that night at my house there was a moment when we were at the unicorn in paddington is it the unicorn oh yeah and we just started um kind of dating and like i guess hooking up going to that next level from friendship and a couple asked me for a threesome that night <laughs> I didn't know that. Fair enough. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I told you about it when we got in the Uber. <laughs> That's so funny. Sorry. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so we met up with Indira and Ziggy that night. And I remember we were watching a band at the Unicorn. And then Indira kind of looked over at me and she was like, she was like, are you like, it's like to asking if we're oh dating. And I was just like, wow. I, was like, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> She's like, cool. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I think I was kind of, yeah, it was complicated for a little bit. I remember we had breakfast together one morning at like 8 a.m. And I was like, I'm I'm here for it. Like, I'm ready now. I've done. I've cut off the loose ends. <laughs> I'm ready for you. Yeah, I was like, cool, whatever. <laughs> sweet. Give me some wanna, of your roll. Whatever you want to do, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the magic hasn't stopped since then. <laughs> um, what else is on the docket? Um, shit, man. 
you've, you've caught us at a <laughs> on a weird day. Yeah, it's a slow, cold day. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling a bit, uh, bit rusty from drinking and eating being merry last night. Yeah, I'm a bit sleepy for sure. Mm. Um, I didn't drink much last night, which I didn't consciously do that, but just kind of didn't drink. Yeah, I unconsciously drank a lot. Till you were unconscious? Till I was, yeah. Yeah. Did you drink a lot? Um... A few wines and a couple of whiskeys, yeah. yeah. It's enough these days to rock an old salty dog like myself. Mm. Salty. Um, well, last night was good. Last night was good. <laughs> we made our chicken and rice dish. The fans love. Fans yeah. of the pod love. Yeah, they do. Also known as our friends. Yeah, our only fans and only friends. Our only fans. Our only fans. Should we plug that yet? No, not yet. <laughs> next up, next up, next up. Yeah. They have to listen to every episode. Yeah. Uh, 50 times. And, and there's then, then the only fans unlocks. There's little clues throughout the podcast. Like you'll yeah. get a word that you have to put in reverse and that will give you the password to log in. Yeah. And then like there's something to do with the algorithm, but if you like and share every video. Yeah. Um, you know, you then, get access. then you get access. You get but 10% that's kind of off. Only, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Is that rain? I think it's rain. Oh, that's nice. Um, look, Will, I'm pretty sleepy. C- can we just like have a break or something? A break? And come back to it? <laughs> no, there's no fucking breaking. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just want to close my eyes for a bit. No, get, we got to get through this. All right. How long have we gone for? Um. Curious is checking the time. Uh, we've been going for uh, 38 minutes. Yeah, come on. We can clock an hour. It's 20 right, more minutes. Go. Um, Shoot. Well, we... Last episode got cut off early because uh, you had to go somewhere. Now I've got you with no obligations. Got one disappointed mother, so you're stuck with me. What do you want to ask me? Um, well, I s- <laughs> for what it's worth, we could do we could reenact the phone call, <laughs> like we said we were going to yeah, last time, honest. and then we didn't because we didn't we ran out of time. And it's like, you know, we've just been leaving. Um, all our fans hanging this whole for time. That phone call. Yeah, for that phone call, how it went down. It's gonna be hard to emulate the crackling and the static and. Yeah, I've I've um I've kind of forgotten most of it, but I think we can like paint the picture and then and then just jump into an unrehearsed. Um, role. Yeah, we haven't rehearsed this at all. We're not trained professional actors. Okay. Um, you describe your end of the phone. Your surroundings. Okay. Um, I like had just, the like where? Sorry, yeah, there you go. I had the house to myself. I'm in Bega. Um, and I just got back from the gym, and I was sitting just sitting down for dinner, and uh, then my phone rang, and it's to my delight, it's my sweetheart Kiri calling me, and then uh, I pick up the phone. 
I'm like, hey, babe, what's going on? I'm just like eating dinner. Um, and then I'm just kind of getting this like, uh, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, what is it? Like, what do you want to talk about? Like, what's going on? Um, like, is it the reception? Like, what's going on, babe? Like, yo, I'm here. Like, what's going on, babe? That's, yeah, okay. that was kind of like my energy. So I'm on my way to a gig. Um, I get on the train. Uh, haven't spoken to Will in a couple of days, maybe. Just want a little little injection. <laughs> and I call him. And the reception just immediately goes out. But it's not obvious. It's not like, like, yeah. It's like just silence from the other end. I'm like, hey, Will, how are you? And you're like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm I'm good. What's up? <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, are you having dinner? Are you? You're like, yep. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, and you're like, Kiri. Um, you're like, I just offered you an Uber home and you didn't say anything. And like, you're just going to go now. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, that was basically it. Should we actually reenact it properly? No, I think that's I think that's that's good. Okay. And I had my guitar case up like this and I hung up and I just kind of like crouched behind my guitar case <laughs> and just sat for the remaining minutes on the train, just like Oh, I regret this. So so sensitive. Like I'm so sensitive to that shit. And I'm like, fuck this, man. Like, I don't want to play a gig. What's the point? What's the point of any of it? Like, why am I even in this relationship? It's all just fucking <laughs> Oh fuck. And then I get off the train and go to my gig. And then you have a great night. I had a really good night. Yeah. And I remembered why I was in the relationship and and we're good now. Because he loves you. He loves me. Yeah, that was a communicado break down Nisimo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we're working on it. We're working on that communication. No, that was just literally reception. Um, I think that's the thing about being long distance for me as a sensitive soul is to not like not get hung up on like little disappointments or like tiny little things that happen because I'm not going to see you for a while. I... um. I just have to accept that and be okay with whatever happens and however, how it comes. Like even when you come up for the week, whatever that week is like, it might be a shit week. It might be a good week. It might just be a week and just be like cool with it. Yeah. Minimizing um, expectations in general, I think is really good. Yeah. As, as we all should do anyway. Yeah. But I think you have, you're forced to really learn that lesson. Mm. Being long dizzy. Yeah. Um, but that's good. I definitely feel like I've matured in the relationship a bit. Having this challenge. <laughs> um, should we talk about our thoughts on Israel and Palestine? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck no, man. I wouldn't know what to say. God. It's depressing. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about our problems. I feel like that's, <laughs> that's a bit, 
bit better. Uh, I think I'd rather talk about consent. Yeah, true. Covered. We've we've closed that book. I did actually watch um, a uh, a thing on YouTube, like a like a brief simplified v- reason as to why Palestine, uh, Palestinians, and Israelis are at war. And it mm. goes for like 20 minutes. You watched it? Yeah. Nice. What did uh, you learn? Um, not a whole lot. I think it like the it being brief and simplified kind of said it all. But it's like um, just this really like long drawn out depressing cycle of, of – um, yeah, of just awful things happening, mm. and the uh, only the innocent suffers. Yeah, I think that's been. Oh man, we're actually talking about it. Um, that's been a big thing recently. It seems like a lot of people care about it more than ever at the moment. Well, it's because the 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 conflicts have been flaring up, and there's been like a succession of um, uh, conflicts. I can't remember what they called them. But it's been going on for decades, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the, it's when it's more violent and sure. Yeah. And at the moment, it's kind of a, like a critical point. And okay, yeah. And there's like a lot around the semantics of like conflict, but conflict implies that like two equals are fighting. But people are trying to explain Palestine is like a innocent uh, country. Gosh, I don't know. I don't really understand it very well. And Israel has like completely come in and are destroying them. It's not like an equal battleground, you know. Yeah, I think we're wading into territory that we um, really need to talk about. <laughs> should not go there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, not because yeah. But free Palestine. Yeah, free all people. <sighs> um. Mm. That's a sad one. Yeah, good one, Kiri. Sorry. Oh, uh, we could talk about that actually. We could talk about your prop- propensity to depressing topics generally at gatherings and parties. Yeah. Like we'll be like you know joking around, and then all of a sudden you'll bring up the most like horrific, uh, horrendous story about someone getting brutally attacked and killed by a shark and like the or like something. I guess they're topics that interest me, like when someone dies by a literal shark. Yeah, that's yeah, like but it's like your timing, blowing. your timing as well. It's always like, um, yeah. Maybe in a social gathering, it's the best time to bring that stuff up because we are all light, <laughs> light and fluffy, and having a good time, and we can objectively have these discussions about mortality and yeah, whatever. It's and just, it's, yeah. I, it's just funny because I I noticed the shift in you or like it's like the way that you bring it up. It's like we're going on this like this trajectory like in topic, and then and then you're like, dude, <laughs> like oh my like, what death? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't mean to do it in a narcissistic way. Or no, anything. I know. I'm not trying to like talk about me. No, I know. I know you're. Um, you're generally interested and you're kind of like, I think it's like you're more in your own head at that time than you are in the current topic. 
Right. And, and then you just kind of go, oh, let's go here. I'm I'm irrelevant. Is what you're trying to say. You're irrelevant. Yeah. I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> Sounds like you got some demons. Nah, no demons. Um, yeah, I don't know why I do it, but I'm interested. I'm interested in the world. I want to talk about it. Mm. Um, that was something I've been talking about with friends recently is like the pleasantries that we as friends do and are around each other. Like we tend to disagree a lot and have conversations where we're just kind of like feedbacking each other which is great and I love it, but I'm really down for disagreement and like a bit of healthy conflict as well. Mm. And I, I, I love a bit of passion from my friends. Um, and so I'm definitely enjoying having really awful discussions about <laughs> the world's atrocities. Yeah. I, um, yeah, we had one of those discussions the other night around the table with, the dear housemates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're good at that stuff. Yeah. Good for d- disagreeing with. Yeah, it's funny because there's definitely some like um, some big social differences between me and um, like a lot of similarities, but like I guess some different different perspectives. It's good. You don't want to be friends with people who are the same as you. Right? No, and you want to you want your you want your ideas to be um, challenged and flexed and totally. Yeah. And I think the most valuable thing that Julian said to me was, um, shut up, shut your fucking stupid ass up. No, he said, uh, you're being like the way that I was presenting my opinion was sort of like, um, dogmatic in the sense that like I was, through what I was saying, I was being what I'm against. And I was like, huh, I do really dislike uh, someone who's essentially fighting themselves. Like they're, they're fighting their, their own opinions. Like it's like the, like the Antifa movement is a classic example where they're like, say that they're anti-fascism anti you know oppression and racism and then they use extreme violence yeah you know what i mean like yeah, the, yeah. it's like this like completely hypocritical um hypocritical 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 <laughs> oh, um hypocritical hypocritical uh hypocritical um sort of position where it's like yeah and I definitely don't mean to weigh in on that topic because I find it like super boring. Um, but that's that as an example. Which is interesting because you're the one to bring up the conversation, right? What do you mean? You're just saying you find that conversation really boring. Or do you mean that that kind of conversation really boring? No, that that whole like um, comparing Antifa, like oh, right, pointing right. out that Antifa, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Using violence to fight violence, like yeah. Sure. That that's what um that Adam Curtis documentary series, basically the whole point of that was looking at all all of these big revolutions and rebellions that have happened of like individuals trying to create a more uh a better society and in doing that they usually 
um, eviled by their own will and become bad people and use their power for the worst and become worse than the oppressor kind of thing. Mm. Um, like every single revolution that's ever happened, the people at the head of those parties are usually just bonkers. Starts with a dream of dramatic change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like violent revolution. Yeah, I think I came to the conclusion after watching them that I just want to live the smallest life <laughs> possible and have my little interactions that I do and just be kind to people. That's, that's all I can really do. That's sweet. I wish you could um you could impart some of that wisdom onto a younger me. Mm. Cuz uh I for so long I was just trying to be as big as possible. Yeah. But but that's like the beauty of youth is like Mm, it's kind of like we don't know it's like how toddlers don't have that part of their brain developed yet um like of consequences like they don't understand consequence mm. it's like when we're when we're in our young adulthood we don't understand the consequence of our passion and we don't understand like the consequence of the world and what little consequence we have in the world as well like we can change the world of course but just not in the way that we think we can, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like you I'm just buying coffees from like using their cups, like using takeaway cups. I just stopped caring about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cheesy battles. We did the other day and you brought me a iced latte and a freaking milk jug. Oh yeah. No, I definitely actually do use keep cup you're most of the time. You're a phony... Um, non-work yeah. <laughs> non-progressive uh, yeah. I think I like to think that I'm a conservative but I just can't help the, the inner greenie in me <laughs> you don't think you're a conservative in any way that's a uh, lie Who was some, someone was saying they were like talking about they were like individually they're conservative but they like but socially they're progressive or something Oh, I like that. Yeah. I was like, shit, I've never considered being able to be two things. Mm. And I totally relate to that. I was like, with my own personal stuff, I'm probably quite conservative. Yeah. But on a bigger social scale, I'm a progressive. Social democracy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but the, the left is so confused at the moment with identity politics that it's so divorce of like the leftist values that I identify with, which is like, you know, um, like workers' rights and and like class equality. Mm. Um, and I think I think like the the current um, you know the strongest left voice at the moment is such a distraction from deeper problems. And uh, I, I, like I would identify as someone who's left, but I do not identify with anything at the moment. You know what I mean? Mm. And then there's a sort of a pragmatism to conservatives that I, I kind of admire. Like this sort of get on with it um, attitude. And I, and I kind of wished that like that wouldn't kind of reflect on that sort of wouldn't permeate into like other aspects of, you know, humanity like i guess 
how we treat uh, refugees and, or, you know, how we treat um, our own citizens, you know, indigenous, like there's just, you know what I mean? There's elements of, of conservatism that I appreciate and I obviously don't. And then the same goes for the left. So mm. this like, um, if I could, if I could do anything in life, if I could just get away from um, being defined by um, two political parties and and we could kind of I don't know or coexist in a more uh, kinder way. <clears throat> Anna, catch and just give Pauline Hanson a go. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just like fucking like give her a fair shake. Yeah, give her a fair shake of the sauce bottle. Right. Fuck. Love man. you, Pauline. If you want to, not really. If, if you want to laugh your ass off for like. I can't remember how many episodes, but it was basically like around about the, I think the ABCs, um, it was, it was run by Al Jazeera, but the AB, I'm pretty sure the ABC had something to do with it, but it was when all that stuff came around about, um, uh, members of Pauline's party, like trying to, um, get, uh, um, there was like a gun lobbyist was, uh, a mole. And they were hit. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they there was like this fake gun lobbyist from Al Jazeera Media trying, pr- pretty much trying to convince them to um, uh, get guns made legal in Australia. And then they ended up meeting in strip clubs, and there's just like there's like amazing. Yeah, it's so fucking funny because like these fucking idiot um, one national whatever the fucking dumb party is called. One nation. (laughs) One nation. They're like at strip club, just like saying the most abhorrent (laughs) shit. Just being, just being boys, you know, boys (laughs) at the club. Oh man. And um, and then there's this like beautiful moment where uh, Pauline Hanson is finding out about this for the first time in the public eye or something. I I can't remember, but I can just see. Oh no no no! She's interviewing. She's she's being asked about it. And she's just so earnestly heartbroken that every time an election comes and they have this momentum, something like this happens and she can just never get quite ahead. And she's just like breaking. She's like, like she's like put her whole life into like being a fucking um, absolute asshole. Um, And she just cannot get, ahead like she just cannot get it over the line she can't catch a break no and it was like (laughs) just seeing just seeing it was so it sounds so sadistic but just seeing her kind of like be so broken and exhausted by like which was like a like a really cheap like I'm, i'm glad it was entertaining and i'm glad it happened but objectively like if you would have flipped that and you know it was against i don't know someone you admired you would you would be more you'd you'd be able to see how kind of like um uh how kind of messed up the tactics were because mm. it was really like it's really sort of shady stuff and like um but I guess I just found I just found it so entertaining. Oh yeah, what a what an absolute film that they wrote subconsciously. Yeah, if you want to if you want to go check this out, it's like just Google. Um, uh, one nation gun lobbyist um, 
caught or something like documentary yeah 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 you know how the other day you were asking me about why why do i have this soft spot for tony abbott because he reminds me of my dad yeah i have this soft spot for pauline hansen fucking hell because she reminds me of my mom are you fucking kidding me yeah just joking (laughs) oh that was a joke that's a joke (laughs) they Um, probably have boned you reckon probably yeah bloody conservatives man um just getting back to the woke stuff before there's just a quote that anna said the other day in red scare that i just want to i just found it really beautiful um she was talking about the identity politics stuff um and how people involved in that and i for one i i don't really care like i'm I'm happy where I am and that's, you know, my privilege, cis scumness or whatever. <laughs> um, and I'm so happy that the world has found this place where they can, like, where identity politics is a thing and, like, cool, great. But she was saying the irony in, like, progressives and people trying to liberate themselves by by putting the, themselves into these boxes is that, you're putting yourself into these boxes and like you are defining yourself by this thing. Totally. When really the most liberating thing is to not be identified by anything mm. and just go under the radar. Yeah. Um, she said it much more poetically than that, but I was like, that's so liberating just to not, yeah, not to be not labeled. Matter. Yeah. To not matter and to not like mm. put a cap on your head and yeah. But also, I don't know. Fuck, that's I'm all sure, I want. I'm sure people do find a lot of liberation in that stuff, and that's great. And go them. Um. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Should we call it a day? I guess we can call it a day. We've probably gone well over an hour. You reckon? Yeah. <clears throat> Time for a cuppa. Another cuppa. Another cuppa. On a lazy Saturday day. Yeah. Um, well, I fucking love yous. Uh, Me too. Uh, everyone that's tuned in, um, I probably don't. We probably don't do this enough because we just assume that no one's listening. But as it turns out, there are people into it. Um, uh, can I just give a special mention to Will Edgar? Oh, we we love you, darling obviously. sweetheart. Um, in fact, I've actually got you tattooed on my chest. We're in your ears right now, and we just want to let you know that this moment is all for you. All about you. All about you, baby. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it's yeah, it's really comforting to know that you're here with us. Yeah, and you better be here with us right now on this episode. Yeah. So yeah, we'll. Will's always uh, texting us comments on the episodes yeah. and um, you can really tell that he's listening. <laughs> go, um, if you're in Melbourne, if you're around the Northcote area, go to Primo Pizza. <laughs> Look for the boy. Um, he's got short hair now. He's gorgeous. He's tall. He's got three piercings on each ear or two. Maybe three and two. Mm, test your friendship. Yeah. How much do you know about your best friend? Uh, sorry, Will. Oh, that's confusing for people. I'm I'm a William. He's also just a Will. Willie two, Will one. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm the, the sec- number the one. one. I'm the number two Will yeah. of all time. Mm-hmm. And Kerry's best friend Will is number one. Yeah. 
Sorry. Sorry. Um, Thanks for listening, no one. Wait, 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 wait. Really appreciate what everyone tuning in. I would, yeah, I just wanted to say that again. Okay. Um, yeah. We love you. We love you. And thanks for listening, no one. We got to get a new sign off. Thanks for listening, no one. Thanks for listening, uh, Will. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Bye. Ah! Gross. Sorry.